0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pilates Elephants. I'm your host, Raphael Bender. Today I have a question from Gabby on Instagram and Gabby says, I've been instructing two years now and have jumped between several studios in that time. Lately it's been getting hard and frustrating to try to manage my time between studios and to decide where to put my time and effort. Also, it makes it hard being on good terms with studio owners, but just thinking maybe it's not the right studio for me. So, uh, Gabby, here is my answer. And dear listener, if you're in a similar predicament, if you're an instructor and you're working in multiple locations uh, and you're... uh, dividing your time and your effort and your attention between those locations and you're kind of waiting around or hoping that extra classes will free up at one or other of those locations so you can have a more permanent roster uh, listen on and I'll share my thoughts so yeah how do you stop jumping between studios and find your dream job all right so here are, here's my here's my here are my thoughts on this topic so firstly there are no perfect solutions in life, not just in Pilates jobs, but in all areas of life, in my view, there are no perfect solutions, only trade-offs. When you get more of something, you almost invariably get less of something else as part of the bargain. Uh, For example, uh, your perfect job that pays the perfect amount uh, with the perfect number of classes and the perfect clients and the perfect workmates might not be nearby. Or the classes might be at times that don't suit your lifestyle. Uh, so there are, you know, lots of uh, moving parts to this uh, equation of finding your dream job and I would suggest that, um, you know, you should, dear listener, and Gabby, you should uh, make a, a list of all of these components That will probably go to making your ideal situation and rank them according to how important each one is to you. So for example, the total money that you make in a week or in a month, that's one consideration. You know, for some of you, that will be more important. For some of you, that will be less important. Travel time. How far are you prepared to travel? How long are you prepared to spend traveling on on, on in total each week? would you be prepared to move to relocate to be across town near your ideal studio what about the number of sessions and the uh the timing of those sessions that you'll have on your schedule so if two studios are offering to pay you the same total amount per month but one studio is offering to teach off offering more per session for fewer sessions but the sessions are at worst times for your schedule. You know, how do you rank each of those considerations, the timing and the number uh, and the total amount of money that you receive at the end of the month? Uh, You know, what is the style of Pilates they teach at this studio? Is it group reformer? Is it group mat work? Is it small group? Is it one-on-one? Is it more clinical? Is it more fitness-based? Is it more traditional? You know, how important is this? If you don't care, that's great. You've got more flexibility. If you do care, well, that's good because it gives you more clarity over which areas you can look in. And if something's important to you, like if it's important to you, for example, to teach classical Pilates or if it's important to you to teach group reformer Pilates, well, that means you're probably going to to have to compromise a little bit on some of the other areas because you're almost certainly not going to find the perfect studio walking distance from your home that has the right number of shifts at the right price with the right clients at the right times of week (laughs) that's going to suit you. So you're going to have to compromise on some number of those things. Maybe, you know, maybe the thing you'll compromise on will be travel time, or maybe it'll be relocating, or maybe it'll be teaching in a new style of location, or maybe it'll be rearranging your schedule and arranging childcare at different times with your partner. Um, so, you know, you have to make these decisions, dear listener. Uh, and what I recommend is actually, like, make a spreadsheet. <laughs> um, uh, that's, what I, that's what I did when I was... Uh, that's what I do when I'm making a major decision like this. When my wife and I were looking for a house, we ranked all of the things that we were looking for, you know, gas, hot water, a bath, a garden, quiet street, near a park, well insulated, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, you know, we looked at all of those listed and we ranked, okay, scale of one to 10, how important is that to, to us? And we ranked those things. And then we scored each of the houses we looked at on each of those dimensions. Okay. You know, how good is the Insulation. How close is it to a park? How quiet is the street, etc.? Uh, and then we gave each house a total score. So you can do something similar for jobs. All right. So those are my. That's my kind of preamble. On there, you know, there are no perfect solutions. Only trade offs, and you should get clear on what. What are the deal breakers for you, and what are the things that you're prepared to compromise on? Now, having said that, you can get. A probably a very close to ideal situation. Uh, and that is up to you. Uh, and you'll get more shifts and better pay and a more reliable roster at times that suit you better. When giving you all that makes the studio owner's, owner's life easier. Right? When when it's to their advantage to give you those things, that's when you'll get those things. So as Zig Ziglar said, you can get anything you want in this life if you only help enough people, enough other people get what they want. Uh, And in this metaphor, the other people that we're talking about are your clients and ultimately the studio owner, because really helping the clients get what they want is going to help the studio owner get what they want. So what do studio owners want? Well, if you don't know yet, (laughs) I'm about to enlighten you. They want... Full classes. That's what they want. Studio owners want full classes. They want full classes and as long as they've got full classes, they also want five-star Google reviews or 10 net promoter score reviews. They want referrals and they want zero hassles. They don't want their instructors ringing them up at 5.30 in the morning saying, I can't make my 6am shift, can you cover for me? Uh, they don't want you know, people swanning in two seconds before the class that, and disappearing straight afterwards. Uh, they, don't, they don't want friction. They want to you know, give you a group of sessions and then know that for the next five years, they don't have to worry about those sessions because you're going to show up and do a brilliant job. So how do you fill your classes? Well, the skills you need to... Fill your classes are, uh, in my view, covered brilliantly in a couple of episodes I've done with Nathan Ross-Reese. Uh, and I can't remember, I'm sorry, I've got a terrible memory, but if you scroll down through the <laughs> Pilates uh Elephant's back catalogue, you'll find a couple of episodes or three episodes I've done with Nathan. uh, And each of those is brilliant. Um, I really admire his teaching philosophy. I endorse the way that he teaches uh, and which is to focus on getting your clients results. Now, results being improved strength, improved flexibility, improved confidence in their body uh, and just feeling great. Now, how do you get people feeling great? Well, you challenge them. Uh, so you challenge them physically and I'm not going to go into depth on that here because I've covered that uh, elsewhere like i.e. with with Nathan uh, and so you should go back and listen to those episodes if you're not already doing that uh, and Focus on getting your clients just outstanding results uh, and Moreover remember their names and their kids names be at the studio 15 minutes early with a bright smile on your face, connect with clients enthusiastically when they arrive, connect with them, remember their names and their kids' names, connect clients with each other and with you so that those clients look forward to showing up because they know that you're going to go, Mary, so awesome to see you. I was thinking about you yesterday. I was wondering how your kids went on in the soccer competition last week. And they'll they'll feel, if you genuinely are pleased to see them, they'll be able to sense that and they'll reciprocate it by and large. So be genuinely pleased to see people, connect with them, connect them with each other in class, challenge them, push them to where they will improve in their strength, their flexibility and their confidence, and keep consistently pushing them. And encourage them to come more, Mary. you did so awesome today. I would love to see you, uh, you know, go up to twice a week because I think you're you know you're getting so strong and we could fast track your progress and you could be in incredible shape in just a few weeks if you bump up to twice a week. What do you say? SMS them between classes or or reach out to them on social media and say, you know, Mary, you know, looking forward to seeing you in class tomorrow. <laughs> Make sure you're there on early because I'd like to shout you a juice or a coffee or a cup of tea or introduce you to Janine, who's also got a Scottish Bull Terrier. Um, you know, connect people. And the, the more you go above and beyond... And reach out to people outside of class times, follow them on social media, shout out to them on social media, connect with them uh, directly via DMs and SMS, and just not trying to sell them anything, just selling them on the fact that class is awesome and they're awesome and you're looking forward to see them in class. Uh, you know, how did you pull up after Tuesday's session? You did really great. How's your butt feeling? <laughs> right? All of that kind of stuff. Um, That is what will fill your classes. And that is so far above and beyond that it is remarkable. And when you do things that are remarkable, people remark on them. People remark on them to their friends and that's how referrals happen. So your classes will become full and waitlisted and... You will uh, start having people coming into the studio saying, oh, I've heard you've got this amazing instructor here. You know, how do I sign up for her classes or his classes? And owners notice that stuff. You can ask your clients for a five-star Google review or a 10, you know, net promoter score or whatever the studio uses. When they come and tell you they can't believe how much better they're feeling – ask them for that five-star Google review. Ask them for a review for the studio, right? On behalf of the studio, because you're working on behalf of the studio, the studio owner is your client, but ask them to mention you. You know, I love going to XYZ studio. I'm feeling so much stronger. You know, Janine, my instructor, is incredible and I can't believe how much better I'm feeling since I've been doing classes with her, right? That stuff is pure gold for studio owners give them a template on how to write a a review and a testimonial and go back and listen to my episode on how to generate reviews and testimonials 15 episodes back or so. So really the skills involved in making yourself invaluable as an employee in a studio are pretty similar or there's quite a bit of overlap with the skills that make you a successful studio owner. The difference when you're an employee is you don't have to worry about – you know, paying rent and tax and insurance for the studio. You don't have to worry about, you know, doing marketing for the studio. Um, You don't have to manage a roster of instructors. So there's a lot less complexity when you are an instructor. But the basic skills of connecting with people and delivering results and having a strong brand and delivering incredible service, uh, the degree to which you do each of these things, is going to you know, pretty much determine your success in that environment, like how full your classes are, and hence how much that studio owner thinks, gee, I mean, Gabby's my best instructor. I wish I had more Gabby's. Uh, and when your the studio owner is thinking that, and then you say, hey, studio owner, could could we grab a coffee after class tomorrow because I'd like to have a chat with you? And they start going, oh, crap, I'm shaking in my boots now because I'm really worried that Gabby's going to (laughs) quit, that she's had a better offer. And then you sit them down and you say, you know, I love working here, but I really need more shifts. I'm working here and there all across town and I'd really like to commit to just one place and I really like this place. I like you and I like the clients and I like the way you work. Do you reckon there's any way that over the next, say, two months, you could transition to giving me X number of classes per week on a permanent basis? Right. Now, when your three or five or whatever classes you teach per week for that person are consistently waitlisted with delighted clients and you're generating five star reviews and referrals, and the owner regularly sees you in there 15 minutes early greeting and connecting with clients and staying a bit after class, talking with the clients and connecting with them and recommending them to come back and do more classes. When you say, I want to teach more classes at your studio and then that studio owner has other instructors who are working at that studio who aren't doing those things, your proposition will be incredibly... uh, Hard for them to resist. That will be a very attractive proposition. When your best team member comes and says, "Hey, I want to work for you more. I want to deliver more of these results that I'm already delivering." That is a very attractive offer. So that that studio owner will uh, very likely find a way to make space on the timetable for you. And especially if you say, "Now, I really want to work here. This is my number one preference." But if I can't get X number of shifts here. I'm going to go across town because they can offer me 10 shifts, but I'd rather work here. So I want to come to you and ask you, can, you help, can, you, can we make this work here together, right? So then the studio owners face with the, the option of, you know, giving you more sessions or losing you by implication, right? So that would be my, uh, that would be my approach if it was me. That's what I would do. First, make yourself incredibly valuable to that workplace by just delivering value. And the way you deliver value is full classes. The way you deliver full classes is you genuinely care about your clients and you show that you care by being there early, greeting them, connecting them, connecting with them reaching out to them outside of class time about social stuff. How did your kids go at soccer on Wednesday? How's your back feeling? Did the barbecue go well? How's your husband's promotion? You know, all of that kind of stuff. How did you pull up after class? Uh, And I'm looking forward to seeing you in class tomorrow. You know what? I reckon you'd go great in the intermediate class now. You've progressed so far. I'd love to see you come to that intermediate session. What do you reckon? So just really encouraging people, delivering results by pushing them to the point where they're they're going to get a stimulus to get stronger. And then when they get stronger and they get those results, their friends will go, holy cow, Mary, you know, <laughs> your butt's looking incredible. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and Mary's going to go, it's my Pilates class. And the, the friend's going to say, well, how do I get involved in that? And Mary's going to say, well, you should come along with me and meet my teacher, Gabby. She's incredible. So that's that, you know, when you do remarkable stuff, people remark on it, so that is my uh, basic, you know, recipe, uh, dear listener, dear Gabby, is uh, when you can, when you help enough other people get what they want, you can pretty much get what you want. And the way to help people get get what they want is clients want results and they want connection, so deliver connection and deliver results. Studio owners want full classes, five star reviews. Referrals and zero hassles. So deliver those things. Uh, And the final ingredient is just sitting down and having a really honest, candid conversation with the studio owner, which doesn't have to have any emotional valence to it. It doesn't need to be any kind of heavy conversation. It can be a really light, positive conversation, just saying, Hey, here are my career goals. You know, here are the things that are important to me. Here's what I'm looking forward to contributing. Here's how I'd like to contribute more. Does that align with your vision for the studio? And if so, let's make it happen together. And if not, that's cool. No problem. I'll go down the road. So dear listener, that is my recipe for success as a instructor. hope that helps. Much love. And I'll see you in the next one. And three, get results for your clients. So ultimately, your clients tell their friends and you become known as the go-to expert in your area. This program is completely unlike any education you've done before, even if you've studied with us before, because of the way we've built the learning design. It's an online, flexible, skill-based learning program, which means